0: Jesus Christ this is your Apostle Nicole Reddick Alexander and we are discussing the divine knowledge the divine knowledge this is part six and it is patience of the divine the divine knowledge 2 peter the first chapter heavenly father we just thank you for this day we thank you for your banner of love over us we thank you for always giving us what we need for our spiritual living we can't get it from anybody else and when we do It caused us to sin upon sin. So, Father, I thank you that you feed us that which is convenient so that we can be perfected. We can grow. We can be strengthened and empowered. We can get deliverance and healing. And so I pray that you would open up the ears and the eyes of understanding so that we may hear and grow thereby. In the name of our potentate King, Jesus Christ himself, amen and amen. We're coming from 2 Peter, the first chapter, the second through the eighth verse. That is our theme scripture grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of god and of our lord jesus according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And besides this, and besides this, and besides escaping the corruption that is in the world through lust, being partakers of the divine nature, we give all diligence to add to our faith, in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ don't be idle don't be unfruitful not understanding in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ so we must add and today we're adding to our faith patience. So, what is patience? Because we know this word, but do we practice it? It is endurance as to things or circumstances. That means you can last through something. Endurance as to things or circumstances. you've got to have patience continually you've got to wait on some things they're not just going to come to you immediately when god show it to you you have got to wait this is patience this is patience patience is a fruit at work let's go to galatians the fifth chapter Everything we discuss here by adding to our faith, I would say it's a fruit. Galatians 5, 22. Well, patience is not in there, but it's the fruit of the Spirit. Maybe... It's at work when troublesome times come in your life. It's at work when turbulence is in your life. And sometimes there's no problems, but certain things won't manifest because it's not supposed to be for that specific time. Patience is a fruit that works. Let's go to James 1. James, the first chapter, the second verse. My brother, encounter all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire wanting nothing patience needs her perfect work patience needs her perfect work now if she needs her perfect work that means patience has a job patience has a job And what is patience's job? Here, the definition of patience is a perfect work and it means nothing is deficient. Nothing is sufficient. So when patience is at work and it's perfect, that means it's not morally lacking it's not morally lacking we've got to understand that perfect is a word that belongs in our life it means in the spirit realm to be maturing for the believer That means there are some things in your life that's gonna change as you mature in God in the spirit, because you learn to follow the things of the the spirit of God and not the things that you used to do or want. Patience got to have its perfect work so that nothing is deficient in your life. You won't lack morally. James, the fifth chapter. The seventh through the eighth verse. Be patient. Therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord, behold, the husbandman waited for the precious fruit of the earth. And hath long patience for it until he received the early and latter rain. Be ye also patient, establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Now we are waiting for the coming of the Lord, where we will meet him in the air, the sound of the trumpet. We've got to let patience work in our life until he come or until we pass away. I told you in time past that we run a race. This, we look at the natural race and competition, but this race we run is for the crown of life. And the crown of life is in heaven. And so we run this race until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ or until the day of our death. Because it is appointed unto man once to die, then comes the judgment. We have to have understanding and patience towards people. I've learned in and through the scriptures that we also have to have Long-suffering and patience with God. Long-suffering towards God and trying circumstances. Trying means vexing or annoying circumstances causing questioning of faith and walk in Christ. Bewitching circumstances. Vexing circumstances. You've got to have patience through it all these are trying times and this is where the fruit of the spirit of long suffering come in you've got to have patience with god he has a point and an end to all things and it is in its perfect time a season of fulfillment Hebrews the 6th chapter. Skip the verse. Romans 15:15. 15, 15:5. 15. 15, Romans 15:5. Romans 15:5. Now the God of patience and consolation grants you to be like-minded one toward another according to Jesus Christ. Now the God of patience and consolation. Here it is. We are partakers of the divine nature. His patience is different from ours. Ours have limitations to them, but his do not. See, his do not have limitations because he deals with us from the time we are born to the time we die. In our season of life, we must understand that God has patience with us. There are times we serve him. There are times we backslide. There are times we come back. God's patience in dealing with us. We don't have the same patience with people or with ourselves at times. God is long-suffering with his people. He is waiting for us to mature. We are the fruit of the earth. We are the fruit of the earth. Just like in James said, we are the fruit of the earth. Hebrews, the sixth chapter. And so, at the 15th verse. And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. did Abraham Abraham endured the promise because he patiently endured he waited he waited the promise that God will bless him and multiply him came through his seed Isaac but in the waiting You've got to patiently endure. Hold on to the promise of God. Hold on to it. Don't be like the wife. She was long, she wasn't long suffering in God's promises to her. So she gave Abraham her handmaiden to have a child. We've got to be patient through situations. We don't want to have someone be put in our place. Long suffering. Here it is. Sarah is giving her handmaid to her husband and saying, "To have this child because I cannot have none. Abraham was long suffering until his wife said, here, have my handmaiden. We'll have a child that way. We've got to be patient with God for the promises that he gives us or say will come to pass. They have their perfect season. 10.36, 10.36, For ye have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Hebrews 12.1, Wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Why will we have this? In Hebrews 10, 36, we have need of patience that when we have done the will of God, he might receive the promise. And here we have to run with patience the race that is set before us. And we run for the race. We stay with God through our life because of the promise of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let's look at verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before us endured the cross, despised the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. We've got to have the patience in our lives for the promise of eternal life. Now, I've learned through the word of God in the book of John that we even have eternal life now. We have it because of our faith in Jesus Christ. But we want to keep it. We don't want to let it go. We want to stay with God. We want to understand that our life continues eternally in the heavenlies after this natural body is put to rest. Titus. Titus. The second chapter. But speak thou the things which become sound doctrine, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, in patience. What is sound patience? You've got to be sound in patience. God wants you to have a healthy patience. He wants patience to work in your life, no matter the situation. That you even, through the situation, do the will of God. You've got to be healthy and long-suffering. Sound in patience. Sound in faith. That's why what you teach is important. Because if you teach healthy doctrine, if you teach the word of God in a healthy way, if you teach about Christ in a healthy way, your people will be healthy. He says, teach sound doctrine, that the men, the aged men be sober, grave and temperate, sound in faith, healthy in faith, sound in charity, healthy in love, sound and patience, healthy and long suffering. If you teach the word of God, sound doctrine, healthily, teach the word of God healthily. As a preacher, as a minister of the gospel, we must teach soundly we must understand that sound doctrine is very important to God. Jesus taught soundly. He taught taught in a way that those 12 after being converted, losing one and adding one, many thousands were coming to Christ because they taught The resurrection, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord in soundness. And not only did they teach that, they taught, like the apostle Paul taught Timothy, how to teach soundly, healthily. We've got to learn how to teach in a sound way that won't cause our people to be unhealthy in spirit. They come to us that way. They need the sound doctrine for deliverance and healing, empowerment and faith, strengthening of the spirit. Luke the eighth chapter. chapter the 15th verse for the fruit but that one good ground good ground are they which hear the word of God in an honest and good heart. They keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. If you got good ground, that means your spirit is ready. It's like the soil of the ground that when you're ready to plant the roots, you have to plant them in soil that's good. So here we have, you are with God and with Christ.
1: You're hearing
0: the sound doctrine. You have an honest and good heart and the word of God is coming to you. And you start to bring forth fruit with patience. Why? Because you stuck with God. And you have it in your mind, you have it in your spirit, you have it in your soul that what Christ teach, what we teach from the Bible is sound, is healthy for us. And your spirit is ready, it's honest and it's good having the word of God. And then you start to bring forth the fruit with patience you bring forth love you notice you tolerate things you wouldn't have tolerated before you grow patient and enjoy so you can even find joy at times that you thought wouldn't be possible in a hard season in tribulation, you start to bring forth fruit, but you do it with patience. Why? Because patience has a work, it has a work, it, it works. Nothing is deficient. Colossians, the first chapter. Colossians, the first chapter, the ninth verse, for this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness. We've got to pray that we might be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. This is a prayer we receive from the word of God. This is something we should be praying for our brothers and sisters of Christ. That we be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Why? Because there is a need to walk worthy of the lord unto all pleasing being fruitful if you're going to be all pleasing we got to be fruitful in all good work increasing in the knowledge of god we are partakers of his divine nature And we must be fruitful in the knowledge of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. But you won't be if you're not getting sound doctrine. You won't be if you're not getting sound doctrine. You will be if in patience through sound doctrine. fruitful in the knowledge of God this is why your life will change because you have the knowledge of God you know when your life start to change I tell some of my students they're gonna call you holier than thou Why? Because you eat of, a, of the food that is convenient and is working in your life. So your life changes because you've come into the knowledge of God and you are partaker of the divine nature. This changes you. There is something different about you. You've got to understand That when people call you names, is it because they see the difference? I don't do what I used to do. It's not because of me, but because of who I'm connected to. It is of the divine nature. It is of the knowledge of God. And I patiently, and you are patiently waiting to get there being fruitful in his knowledge being fruitful in the understanding of god that we may be strengthened with all might unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness it's not always easy going through things So i want you to understand that you have to have the knowledge of god unto all <clears throat> being fruitful in his knowledge will strengthen you unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness with joyfulness We've got to understand being fruitful in the knowledge of God is a good thing. But you can only be fruitful in the knowledge of Him through sound doctrine. You can be fruitful any other kind of way. But let me tell you something. If you're not fruitful in sound doctrine, in the knowledge of God, you won't have the patience that you need. You will be unfruitful and barren or idle in his knowledge. Can you get that? Can you understand that? Unfruitful in his knowledge. Luke, the second chapter. Become a part of the divine. The divine nature of God. Luke 21. Luke 21. The 19th chapter. In your patience possess ye your souls in your patience possess ye your souls in patience we have to possess our souls Now, in this scripture from 21 verse 7 through 19, Christ is warning us about signs and persecutions. He says, There will be earthquakes in diverse places, famines and pestilence, fearful sights and great signs before heaven. There will be they will lay hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and to prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. It shall turn to you for testimony." And see, when you go through some turbulence, some trials and tribulations, it becomes your testimony. And so when you be telling your story, you be giving your testimony, your witness as to what has happened, people think you're talking about them but it's your life story so then it becomes your testimony selling it therefore in your hearts not to meditate before what you shall answer sometimes in tribulation you don't think of an answer god said i will give you an answer which your adversary shall not be able to gainsay or resist. You shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren, kinsfolks and friends. And some of you shall they cause to be put to death. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But there shall not a hair of your head perish. In your patience possess ye your soul. You've got to be, you've got to have some self-control with your patience. You've got to be temperate. You've got to possess, take control over your souls. Why? Because just like Jesus, in the garden of Gethsemane, he wanted to flee the will of God. In the garden of Gethsemane, he wanted to flee the will of God. Let's go there. He said, Lord, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. He possessed his soul. He possessed his soul. He kept it. And in the garden, he told the disciples, pray that ye enter not into temptation. Tribulations and trials would have you to flee. But you got to possess your soul. Because if the will of God for you to go through something, you're going to go through it. Now I've been going through some evil, some demonic witchcraft since 2000, 2009, all the way up to here. Not because of my own will, but because the evilness of men, the lying, fiery, flying serpent, the witchcraft. It's been time to shut it down. And because men do what they want to do, there's a day of visitation for you. Thank God that for those of us who endure, thank God for his endurance, for his healing, and for the patience. Romans, the 5th chapter. Romans, the 5th chapter, the 3rd verse. Let's start from the 1st verse. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom also we have access by faith into his this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of god and not only so but we glory in tribulation also knowing that tribulation worketh patience and patience experience so tribulation is working it is working patience and patience is working experience. Patience is working experience. And see, that's the devil's job to bring tribulation to your life. when God bring tribulation to your life, he don't need listening devices. He don't need cameras in your home. He don't need to see how you live so he eavesdrop on you. God know how to work patience. But he know when the devil brings something like that to you, unawares, there's gonna become a time where you begin to stand up because it's the season to strike back. And so you strike back with the word of God, why? Because fruitfulness and unbarrenness And the knowledge of God and sound doctrine will cause you begin to speak his word with the power and the authority that he gave you against the hand of the devil. And he begins to correct you through the word of God and correct you in a way. I don't need your illegal ways. If I want to chastise my daughter, I will do it without you. I don't need you eavesdropping on her. I know what she's doing. And if I don't cause it, that means the enemy caused it. Witchcraft in the church. But see, patience is having its perfect work. I've added patience to my life. When people see you through through the lies of the, the viper spirit, they come at you the wrong way. But patience. I had to have patience to see how the enemy was attacking me. Who don't have long suffering? Because I'm not in your church. But I'm still with God. I'm still doing what he said do. I'm still moving in his direction. In his perfect timing. In his will. Why? Because that flying fiery serpent. That lying spirit. That viper. He said, I, got to, I had to defeat it in my life. Who is behind your back spreading lies? They got that viper. And I pray in the name of Jesus that the viper, the spirit of Pharaoh be removed from your back. No more hindrances. Anybody that's out there they have been told lies on. You telling the truth and you telling them, hey, the person that told you that about me is lying. It ain't you that got the viper, it's them. And I want you to understand that you've got to have patience until God revealed to you how the enemy is attacking you. And that's why you need patience with God. because at that time, that's the time the devil wants you to flee. He wants you to stop the race. He don't want you running anymore for Jesus. But that is the time to get into your word. That is the time for patience to have its perfect work. It's through tribulation, It's through trials. I want you to understand, God works. God works. And during his work, you've got to have patience. Why? Because sometimes you can't see how the enemy is moving. But God can. And you've got to wait on God. You've got to have your patience. Add to your faith with all diligence. Patience. Patience of God is working in your life. And tribulation brings about patience. Have your way, God. Patience. Patience. Gotta have his perfect work. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this word today. We thank you that we are partakers of your divine nature. We thank you that in life, You teach us through patience. Tribulation worketh patience. Sometimes we just got to see that hard times work patience and patience work experience. And we understand it. Sometimes not, sometimes yes. But Father has its perfect work. And may I see one way and you see another. Your word says our thoughts are not your thoughts. And our ways are not your ways. So, Father, I just bless you and I praise you. And I pray that everyone that hears this message, they take hold of patience and add it to their faith. Take hold of patience and add it to their faith. In the name of Jesus Christ, let this word have fallen on good ground. In the name of Jesus, the potentate King, amen and amen. i gonna explain where you get Alexandria from. No, I, uh, um, um. Hold on, Mom. I'm recording. I know it's in Romans. But, um.